Hello. Hi there. This is the really, really boring podcast that no one should ever listen to. Good morning or afternoon or evening or whatever time of day it is that you are listening to the really, really boring podcast that no one should ever listen to. Uh, I'm your host, Peter Petercan, and my co-host... Marceline. Marceline. Technically, I'm the host, and you're the co-host. Ah, uh, whatever. Uh, co- co-host. co-host means that we're both equally... Oh, that makes more sense. Yeah. Oh. Okay, I, I had a last-second idea. Um, think, like, phobias and stuff. like Phobias. Things, things that people are scared of. Phobias. So today... We are talking about phobias. What is your phobia, Marceline? Uh, don't have one. Yeah, I don't really have one when either. When I was a little kid, I used to have a phobia of needles, but I grew out of that. I just don't like needles now. When I was a kid, I was terrified of nuclear war. I was petrified that the bombs were going to drop at any time uh-huh. and that we were all going to die. Scared of this, so I was like, "Yeah, you gotta, you gotta understand." I grew up in the Cold War. You know, it was always the Russians were gonna kill us all. Wait, actually? Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't a war. You know about the Cold War? Yeah. So the Cold War was when the United States and allies stockpiled nuclear weapons, and Russians and allies stockpiled nuclear weapons, and it was always this threat that it was going to break out at any moment. And I lived in this small country town in Victoria and I thought they were going to drop the bombs on us. Um, Yeah, I was petrified of that. Uh, You know. But, didn't happen. Hooray. Hooray for uh, world leaders for not killing us all. Um, I've always had a fear of like... You know, you know when like you're walking on the side of the road and a car drives past you. I've always yep. had a fear that that car's not going to turn out of the way and hit me. Yeah, I kind of have that if I'm and, and so, walking. Like, what if that car just veered off the road? Yeah. and I couldn't get out of the way. Yeah, that's that's kind of a fear. Well, one, I of, one of the things, one of the things I'm always whenever I have a car near me, I always check for a big tree or a telephone pole because I know that those things can take a good hit and still stand you've always got to have that contingency plan if there's a car coming towards you which way are you going to roll dive out of the way because it's harder for me if I'm walking with my little baby girl (laughs) like like I can't just leave her I gotta I gotta push the stroller out of the way it's when it's just me walking I'm usually like and it one time I was walking and there was this car driving past me. And you know how cars usually hop out of the way? Yep. This car just kept going forwards. <laughs> and I, I... And, like, I mean, they didn't move. They just yeah. kept going forwards. And I was like, oh... Uh, and so I, so I started stepping off the side of the road, like... Okay, I'm going to move this way, not onto <laughs> the road. And this car just kept driving. Oh, my goodness. Like, if, like, if I had kept walking, the revision mirror would have missed me by, like... Like a centimetre. Wow. Wow, that's... Yeah. Sometimes that stuff happens, doesn't it? Um, well, phobias. Let's 
look up phobias because you and I don't tend to have arachnophobia. A huge yeah. either of us have any huge phobias. I I don't have arachnophobia. arachnophobia. I don't love spiders. Like I wouldn't want one crawling on me. But I'm not is one of the biggest ones. Particularly scared of them. Uh, but a phobia, in case you don't know, is an anxiety disorder defined by a persistent and excessive fear of an object or situation. So, what are some examples of phobias? Now, you said arachnophobia. So, some people are just so petrified of spiders that even the sight of one, they can't move. Um, oh, yeah, my auntie... Um, her dad, or one of my aunties from my, I've got multiple sides of the family. Um, yeah. So, her dad, um, her dad, um, got a moth in his ear, right? Yeah. And it wouldn't come out, so I had to go to the hospital. And ever since then, she's been scared of like all moths. Wow. And like cockroaches and everything. She's so scared of it. So. What I did to a water bottle one day, I had a fake prank kit, right? Like fake cockroaches and stuff. Yep. And so I got the lid, I put the cockroach in between like where the lid closed and I closed it so you couldn't see it. So when she opened it, then you see the cockroach. Mm. And she opened it and she freaked out. <laughs> it's so funny. She's like, ah! Yeah, some people, cockroaches is a big one. Animals in general do elicit a lot of phobias. I have a friend who... Um, when she was a kid, her brother locked her in the chicken pen. And so she was scared of chickens her whole life. I don't know if she still is. My mother, when she was giving birth to my oldest sister, she had, like, they gave her these drugs to help her with the pain. And she just had these visions of, like, flamingos all through her mind. Like, flamingos, flamingos. And so for the rest of her life... She had a phobia of flamingos. She couldn't stand it. She saw flamingo on the TV. She had to leave the room. Couldn't handle flamingos. Flamingos of all things. Sweet. She was basically drunk. So we used to tease her about it, about her fear of flamingos. Uh, no, but what, she wasn't. She wasn't. She was like, I guess high, I suppose, on whatever yeah, drugs I, they I, gave I, her. I, what I would have done. What I would have done is I would have bought like a fake flamingo and stuck it in the front yard and then <laughs> ran away. And, and then she walks out. She walks oh, out. And she's like, anytime, oh, nope. anytime I saw a picture, I'd be like, "Mom, look!" She'd be like, "No, don't show it to me." <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, mum, my mum doesn't have any phobias. Like she, she doesn't like spiders. She doesn't like snakes. She's not a big fan of them. She's not particularly scared of them, and she's not scared of moths. But if she sees a big spider running up the wall, she freaks out. She's like, "Yeah." Crap. Yeah, and um, that's pretty common, really. And she's not a big fan of heights, but um, yeah. But one of the things that is not a phobia, but she doesn't like she doesn't like when metal rubs on your teeth. Yeah, she hates that. Yeah, and so, so what, what I do, what I do is I'm like, hey, mum, and I rub the fork on my teeth. Oh and, no! And, and, oh, that is just I'm triggered. I'm triggered just by you telling me that. I, oh no, the the sound of that is like oh. I'm totally fine with it. It's never bothered mm, me. Mm, mm, that's like my w- the worst sound. Yeah, I'm with your mum on that one. That is the worst sound in the world. Okay, I know who to do it to as well. Yeah, yeah, don't do it. Don't, yeah, you can do it to me. Yeah, I, I, I do it to mum mm. all the time, and she's like, no. 
No, or I'll put a tin can in my mouth because I I can fit quite a, I can I like you know like the um you know like the coke cans. Yeah. I can open my mouth big enough to fit. I'm not the entire thing, just oh the front goodness. of it in. I can fit it in. I'm like, hey, mom, look at how big my mouth is. And mom just, mom was not happy because, and then I realized that I had no more in the mouth. Wow. Really funny. I do it all the time. Well, there's a list of some phobias here. These are broad phobias. So you've got social phobia, fear of social interactions. I can, I can be a bit like that. Same here. Social, like if if I'm going into a situation and I don't know anybody, like if you first day at a new job or um, meeting people for the first time, if I, I can feel it. I feel a bit of that. Yeah. If I go into a shopping center and I don't know anyone and no one's with me, I'm just like, nope, I'm out. Yeah. And I I don't even, I don't even bother going. Like Mum sent me in to go get a, I think it was Mum sent me in to go get a coke from McDonald's because she yeah. wanted one, and I was. Nope. Couldn't handle it. Because yeah. it was in it was in a big um like a big mall kind of thing. So there you go. Social and I was like I was like, one. nope and mum's like, go get it. I was like, I don't want to come and talk to people. You keep saying names of people. What name was that at? Nine minutes. My little brother does not like talking to people and so my mum sent me and I didn't want to go. Because you don't like talking to people either. No, it's not that. I don't like the crowded spaces because there's so many people waiting behind you like, come on, come on, come on, come on. And so I ended up getting it and I gave it back to mum and I was like, nope, I'm never doing that again. And mum was like, no, you have to. And I'm like, no. Yeah, you got to get used to it. It's just My little brother... My kids are probably all similar now. In fact, my dad, when he was young, apparently wouldn't go into a shop if he'd never been in it before with someone else so like if he hadn't been in with his parents and they asked him to go to, he wouldn't go in would not so similar kind of thing um my little brother so he doesn't like he doesn't like making what's it called like dramatic thing he doesn't he doesn't like making issues right yeah so he doesn't he doesn't like going into shops he doesn't like going into anywhere he doesn't like talking to people because it's making kind of like he doesn't. He doesn't like that interaction. He's got that fear of the social phobia. Yeah, kind of. Um, if it's someone he knows, then he's, he's usually not. pretty happy with it. Yeah. Um, or if he knows them over a couple of times, he's happy with it. I'm usually finding going to a store I know, and I at least have one, two people yep. in there. I know. Um, he's not though. So. Yeah. Social phobia enough. is. Good. It's and a bad. real thing. How many people listened to last week's episode? Oh, we're going off. We're going off track here. Uh, eight. Eight already. Eight. Yeah, that's eight. Is eight it? people who didn't do as we said and listened to something you're not supposed Still to. Still fifteen to. for we play chess. Yep. Yeah, but the chess? dangerous animals eight and one one today. So whoever listened to that, if you're listening again, thank you for listening to our hour of nonsense. That's what we could call it as well. Yeah. Uh, tra- check this one out. Trypho- trypophobia. Fear of circle clusters. What circle does clusters? that even mean? All right, we've got it written here. Although this common phobia could come off silly at first, many people have a very real struggle with trypophobia. There are many theories of what causes trypophobia, most of which point towards human evolution. The image of circle clusters 
are reminiscent of things we have humans have feared in the past, like infectious diseases and dangerous animals like bees. It doesn't really explain what circle clusters are. So what, like circles? In like if a... something's in a circle in a cluster, they're scared of it. What's a cluster? Like things together. What are things in uh, in the shape of a circle? I've got to look it up. Circle. Interesting. Clusters. I would have never thought something like that. Phobia. Honestly, it's one of many fears of harmless things like catchetophobia, fear of hair, or microphobia, fear of small things. People with trypophobia have a strong physical and emotional reaction whenever they see patterns made up of holes or spots. The bigger the cluster of circles, the more uncomfortable they fear. They uh, feel. So, 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 say there's like a lot of spots and like a big circle formation. If there's a pattern of holes, so if you, I don't know. I think it's also called trypophobia as well. Maybe that's how you say it. Trypophobia. Uh, I said trypophobia. Yeah, trypophobia. trypophobia. Yeah, trypophobia. I've, I've, I've seen it before. I've oh, like if you saw the, see, there's a picture here of like a a um, flower like some kind of plant and it's got all these holes in it yeah it, that that makes me feel uncomfortable looking at that no I just it I can I can understand that I it suppose it makes me feel uncomfortable if it's a certain thing but um if it's if it's like holes and things fine see there was this thing that made me feel really uncomfortable and it was on this guy's hand right there was a whole bunch of holes in his yeah. hand and I was like uh yeah that makes yeah. me feel weird. That some of these... The bubbles don't. Like, this picture yeah. of, like, bubble bath. I guess some people find that uncomfortable. These ones um, feel These weird. plants with, like... They look like eyes. The eyes yeah, that, me that makes me feel quite uncomfortable. That as well. That very Yeah, much. that's a bit freaky. But uh, honeycomb, that doesn't honeycomb bother me at all. But, yeah, if it's got, like, little eyes in it, like, little things that look like eyes, it's like... Eww. Like, yeah, okay. Oh, no, something like this. Yeah. Something like, like this. Like a hand. Something like this. With, like... Something like that always makes me... But if but if people, cringe. you know, for some people, they would, like, looking at a muffin would yeah. drive them insane, whereas I don't care about that, you know, if yeah, it's on no. a... Yeah, okay, but I... Okay, we, I've come to an understanding of it now, the fear of circle classes. Uh, so the next one's... Uh, Atichophobia? Atrophobia, fear of failure. That's a pretty common one. Intense fear of failure. So you don't start something because you're worried that you're going to fail. Hermione. Hmm? Hermione. <laughs> yeah. Like, in, in the movie, she's not the best. Um, she, it doesn't really show up. But in the books, like, she has this, she has this dream or something of where um, Professor McGonagall says that she failed in all classes and she not happy about that. Right. She, she said it was like the scariest that's, thing That's ever. the scariest thing for her is to fail. What was that? My watch. Your watch, okay. Uh, thanatophobia, fear of death. Uh, that, that's a pretty good It's not shocking. I mean, most people are scared to die when it takes out, but some people... It takes over their day-to-day activities, so extreme anxiety because they're afraid of dying. I don't really suffer. I don't suffer from that at all. I don't think about it. I mean, we're all faced with the reality that one day we're going to die, but um, yeah, doesn't really. And I don't think I know anyone who really suffers from that. No, that doesn't bother me. It's got to be like. 
She's trying to she's trying to drive me crazy with the sound of metal on her teeth using the metal from her watch. Um, but yeah, that fork. it's got to be like a knife and fork or something. I don't know. That doesn't bother me. I guess. Yeah, it's not. It's not doing it. Mom can't even look Maybe at me it's when I'm inside. It's driving me crazy, but I'm pretending. So she stops doing it, pretending that it doesn't bother me. Nah, it doesn't bother me. Um. So fear of dying. Yeah, that's a pretty usual one. Probably for me, it's more like if you had a knife and a fork and made them like scrape together. Oh, more so than me. on teeth. I hate the chalkboard. Metal on metal. Ugh. Metal on metal is fine for me. Chalkboard. Mm. What about this one? Nosophobia? Fear of developing a disease. That seems like a smart one. Mm. Like fear of like getting cancer. Yeah, or or, yeah. Like lying awake, worrying which cancer you've got, that kind of thing. That would be uh, nosophobia. Nosophobia? Nosophobia? I'm not sure. There's no pronunciation guide, so I'm just doing my best here. Um, Yeah, but... uh, some like I've heard of kids that are so scared of getting germs that they just have to wash their hands like all the time. They're called germaphobes. Yeah, that that's another one, germaphobe. My my grandma's my grandma's kind of germaphobic. She's like, Oh, we've been to the park, you have to sanitize your hands. And I'm like Like you have to sanitize your hands. I'm Is like, she gonna be listening to this? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um she she's like, I have to there you, san- go. you have to sanitize your she's hands. She's saying you're a germaphobe. Yeah, and 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 then and, and then I can't even get in a car after going to like theme park where she like don't touch anything because you'll 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 um you'll infect my car. I was like that during COVID. I remember during COVID, I would because I was in Victoria during COVID and it was COVID was everywhere. Like there were people dying, like where I lived, like people in hospital and everything. It was pretty crazy, pretty scary. I remember going to the supermarket and it just you could feel people's fear. Like, in the air. I'm really sensitive to that kind of thing. You could just feel this palpable sense of dread. And you'd go and you'd do shopping. And I remember leaving the house and being like, okay, I'm in the red zone now. Anything I touch may have COVID on it. And I'm not going to put my fingers anywhere on my face until I get home and I'm sanitized. (laughs) Brisbane. Get home. I'm in the green zone now. I'm okay. In, in Brisbane, when we were um, down in, in when we were in Brisbane, when we went to the um, market, there was this guy in you know like the um like the nuclear bomb suits. Yeah. Like there's yeah, no so like, like nothing the, gets yeah, in. The hazmat was, suits. Yeah, he was in a full one of those. Yeah. Fully duct taped oh, everything, yeah. walking yeah. around, just grabbing toilet paper on his normal knees, and I'm like, yep. bro. Yeah. I walked up to him. He's like. Stay away, 1.5 minutes, 1.5 minutes. I might have it on me. Of course, the great irony of my story is that I I survived three, I think, three lockdowns in Melbourne and didn't get COVID. Three I or four. COVID no, I think it was four lockdowns. Four lockdowns in Melbourne, did not get COVID, moved to Queensland, guess what? What? Got COVID. As soon as we moved here, got COVID. That's pretty funny, right? Uh, anyway, I got co- I got we got Omicron, so it wasn't all, too bad. All of us got COVID um, at kind of the same time. But me, me, my little brother, and were fine. Yeah. Yeah, another one. What time is that? Uh, 19 me, minutes. My little brother. 19 and a half minutes. 
and my little sister. That's were right. All, these down. Um, Got to come back and edit out the family names again. Yeah. Nine minutes, nineteen minutes thirty. Yeah, we all got COVID, and I said, I said, I think the COVID measures just detect colds because we just had a cold. Yeah. And I'm like, I think the COVID thing's just like. It just probably was COVID. You just kids, kids don't get it as bad. What didn't? It's. It's still around, but it's more like a cold now. Like, as, I said, really... as I said to my mum, what's going to happen is it's going to be really bad at the start, and then all our bodies are just going to get really used to it per- perfectly fine. They're yep. going to adapt quickly, and then COVID's going to become like another cold. It's just going to come like the flu. Yeah, because it, it, what, it, what a virus does is it adapts to survive, and it knows that if it, if it makes it... It it uh, it makes itself spread easier, but because it does that, it becomes less deadly. Something like that, I think. Um, but yeah, I'm we we like had it. I didn't have it terribly, but I just felt really tired for probably about a month. I felt tired for like two days, and I just slept all day, like yeah. basically all day. And then after those two days, I was fine. My my biggest thing for me was I had a little bit of a cough, a little bit of a sore throat, really bad headache for a couple of days. But the main thing for me was I just felt like I was moving through water. You know how if you move through water, like everything's slow. It was like I just felt like that. Like the whole world was <coughs> slowed down. For um, me. when I when I get a really bad sickness, I tend to have um an insane energy loss for me. Mm. I can't walk. I can't. I don't like to talk. I don't really Just like. To, I don't even like to eat because it takes so much energy. Yeah. Like I, I would just lay in one spot all day. I, I was the opposite with food. When I had COVID, I just wanted to eat, 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 eat no. all the time. I was just eating food all the time. For me, I didn't. I was so hungry. One of, for me, I didn't want to eat, and then after I got really hungry, I would eat too much, and mum, mum would be like, "No, that's that's enough." And I'm like, "I'm still hungry. Give me more." And I'm like, nope. <laughs> and so, that, and then, yeah, the cold world seems slow for me when, yep. when I get really sick. Like, everything's not at its normal speed. Everything, like, everything's just, I, I can see people moving slower than they should be. Yeah. It's like our brain's gone into, like, hyper mode. Alright, well, let's move on to the next one. Yeah, what's the next one? Well, we already talked a little bit about this one, arachnophobia. Extreme fear of spiders and other arachnids such as scorpions. Um, this is an evolutionary response against these creatures because we know they're poisonous. Yeah. Um, but usually it's kids that have it worse, but some adults can be really, really scared of spiders. I have a friend's dad who's the scaredest of spiders to the point in Halloween, like when people put spiders up in their house, he doesn't come out of the house. Yeah. He stays there all day. Yeah. Until they take them down, and some people don't take them down for months. And if if the person next door hasn't taken them down, he won't come out of the house. Wow! And if he comes out of the house, he has to be in a blindfold until they get somewhere that does not have them. That's I mean, I imagine this. It's a um, a bigger fear probably in Australia than in other parts of the world because we do have some pretty deadly spiders yeah. here and big spiders, like even the the noble huntsman. 
The Huntsman is a spider that is really, really huge. Like, bigger than my hand, they can be. They're not, they're not poisonous, though, but they can They give be a nasty bite. Re- they can give a bit of a nasty bite, but it's not, it's not a, there's no toxin in it. Um, but they're so big that people get freaked out by them. You know, last night, last night, I was walking from, because I live in a domer, I live in a domer near my house, yeah. and so... I was walking from the house after I had dinner and it was bedtime to my donger and there was some like leaves laying on the ground and my brain instantly wanted you know like the gigantic bird spiders yeah you know how they're like this big yeah yeah I saw one of those on the ground and wow. I just kept walking and I yeah. it didn't it didn't fade me on and I just kind of looked back to see if there was a spider and I was like nope just the hay I'm fine and, and then you know the first thing that came to mind arachnophobia I was like yeah if someone saw that with arachnophobia freeze yes yes they would so I don't know if it was actually like a big huntsman or something there that just ran off or if it wasn't and I just seeing things but either way I was fine yeah you were fine next one vehophobia fear of driving often on highways or bridges for most who suffer from vehophobia the phobia follows involvement in a car accident or witnessing one okay so I guess vehophobia, vehicle, vehicle phobia, vehophobia. Um, I can understand that if you've been in like a really bad car crash. Mm. You'd be scared um, to drive. Yeah, again. you'd be scared to drive. Um, what about riding a horse, a phobia? Um, I fell off a horse really, really badly, and if you've listened to the couple of episodes, then you would you would see how it is. It's been a very quite a while since I have. Do you have a phobia of riding horses? No, but originally I did. It's it's called equinophobia, an extreme fear of horses. It wasn't it wasn't horses. I was finding horses. But yeah. But even going near a horse would like I'd start to freak out. Fear of riding horses. Riding horses for me, I started like freaking freaking out. Until I started to come down. I'm not the big fan, but there's this one horse that I fell off that I refused to ride. Yeah. Um, and that's fair. But yeah, I've I've gotten better, but still it's kind of annoys me. And if you have listened to the first more episodes, you would see that I um that I have that I did fall off a horse and you can see how it was. And even now I still have like numb spots in my hip. What is that? I don't know. Discussion about um, the new Star Wars show, Ahsoka. I I watched it last night and I just said the first two episodes were great and then obviously there's got to be people who argue that or agree with it and it just becomes a big fight on Facebook. You know know how it is. No, I don't. don't, Well, I'm sure you understand that on the internet people have opinions and they have very strong opinions. And they, I've, I've, I've kind of got to a point now where I tend not to even argue with people anymore because so, never will you ever hear anyone say, "Gee, that's a good point that you bring up." Yeah. They don't. They don't it's not arguing. It's just rebutting. That's all yeah, it is. So, so people that believe in God, you know, the people that believe so much in God, they like try and convince everyone. It's really, really hard. Yeah. And they're called extreme believers or whatever. Yeah. Know what they're called? Yeah. Mum says to stay away from those people. Yeah. And I'm like. Yeah, I like that. Mm. Obviously, people. I've got a couple friends who believe in God. And they're like, uh, yeah, sure. And I and and I'm like, okay, 
as long as they're fine. And um, mum just said to stay away from the funeral. I was like, why? And he's like, because they will do everything in their power to try and convince you. Mm. Depends on the person, I think. Some will. Yeah. Some won't. You know, some respect other people's beliefs. It's like it's like any group of people. You get extremists. Um, and I think I don't think it's fair to buttonhole That's and right, put people into one group and say they're all like that. That's no, I never said that's that. stereotyping. So yeah, I, I if if I ever if I ever come into a con I've come into a contact with an extremist before. Yeah, um, extremists. Oh, I have to. All Many bad, times. all bad people should die. And she was like, oh, well, if you murdered someone, then you should die to give your life. And I'm, and I'm like, I would put no one to die. Yeah. I reckon people who have, like, mass murdered should be killed. I think that, yeah, we could talk, we could, we could debate capital punishment, but I think it seems like we're both on the same side. Yeah. I think if, uh, but we, for those of you listening overseas, we do not have capital punishment in Australia. It was outlawed in the... I think the last person to be hanged in Australia was in the 1900s or something. I think early 1900s. Is a bit extreme. What is hanging? Because you're alive when they get hanged. Yeah, that was over a hundred years ago, though. Um, like in the United States, there are some states that have death by lethal injection. Yeah, I reckon that because then you kind of just kind of go to sleep. Yeah, absolutely. Die. It's humane. Um, if there's someone who is cannot be redeemed, they've murdered many people they're completely irredeemable then yeah why are they taking up tax dollars in a jail when they can just be put to death but anyway let's move on fear of driving we've done that one fear of claustrophobia this is a big one claustrophobia fear of enclosed spaces my little brother has yeah a lot of people it's believe it says here about five percent of the population suffers from claustrophobia. Um, I've felt I've felt a bit claustrophobic at times, yeah, a little bit. I've had, but my little brother, he doesn't like to be in small space. As long as he knows he can get out, he yep. usually he usually is in there and he's like, "No, I'm good. I'm coming out." Um, but and if it was a ga- if it's a game, he's usually pretty happy. But as soon as like he's in a space that he can't get out of, that's small, he starts to have a panic. Yeah. Yep. And, and that's like, totally and, understandable. Yeah, and one time we were playing a game where he was in a closet, um, and he started freaking out because I said he couldn't come out until like a certain amount of time because I was I was setting up something and he started freaking out and and he and, he, and he's like, but I can't come out and stuff and I opened the door for him and he was having a freak out and I felt yeah. so bad. Yeah. So. He's claustrophobic. Some of my, one of my uncles is. So. Yeah, a lot of people have it. What about the opposite, agoraphobia, where you have fear of open spaces? Have you heard of that one before? Yes. Yeah. I don't understand that. No, I don't understand it that either. But makes some people no sense. like to be contained in a small space in their house or whatever, and if COVID they have to go outside, just the sheer. Uh, enormity of the sky I guess uh, and space beyond that just freaks them out so you mean they would like COVID I guess yeah lockdown yay 
Finally get to stay in the house and I don't have to go out. <laughs> Let everyone else do all the stuff. Yeah, I, I remember joking that I, I, my Facebook status when, when we went into lockdown in Melbourne was like, finally I get to live out my dream of staying home and not going anywhere. It's just a joke though. It was very hard actually. I found it really hard. And I, and I guess that's probably the closest I've ever felt to claustrophobia was being cooped up in a house day after day. My, my wife was able to go to work. She worked at an egg farm, so she was an essential service. But I was working as a... As a um, I was teaching instrumental music at, at a school, and so my job was gone. I couldn't work. Uh, but I did That's... get a lot of help from the government, so that was, that was good, that was fine. That's... I had money, but I couldn't leave the house except to go shopping like... I've tried to only go shopping once a week and we were allowed to go out and exercise for an hour a day but I tended not to so it was inside all day every day and you just get a little bit mm, cooped up and freaked out and um, yeah it was it was pretty tough it that's was pretty tough my little brother started that, that's where he started with claustrophobia yep was then and I don't have claustrophobia I don't like being in very small spaces and not being able to get out that is not a thing. Like if I'm if I'm in a space, say like closet, and I can't get out, I'm usually pretty fine. I yeah. have a nap. Um, but if I'm in like a space where I can't move around, see, I have I have a thing where I can't have my I can't have my armpits like this. Yeah. I can't if I can't move my arms around space. You find that I, I start to freak out. Yeah. Okay. And like so, being like wrapped up in a blanket like this. Yeah. Um arms to the side of my legs together I do not deal I'm not good with that can't cope and um so I understand that COVID would be good open spaces I don't understand it which means they would never go to a farm yeah I that's agoraphobia is a real it's a real thing people really feel it but I don't really understand it um I guess I can kind of so you mean if you put them in a spaceship yeah, and take them out of space, would they be okay or not? I guess if, as long as they didn't look out the window. <laughs> <laughs> what are they gonna do? Like, 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 um, sheet the window, like put sheets over the window. Yeah, maybe. Just press a button and then the a blind goes up or something. No, I, I, I would love to. I would love to put them in like a like a spaceship that completely opens, so you can see everything. Oh my god! And I can't blind it up, and then and then send them and send them out there and click the button. I just watch their reaction because that'd be so funny. <laughs> Not funny for them. Not funny for them. Because imagine them. Space, space. Oh my god! They'd, they'd have to like get under their bed and like tuck their head in something in the pillow. <sighs> oh, excuse me. What about the next one? Acrophobia, fear of heights. Fear of, fear of heights. Fear is believed to be partially ingrained, whether biological or evolutionary. As a survival mechanism. I'm a little bit... I have a little bit of this. Like, not ridiculous amount. And having worked on the shed we built here and and the roof uh, of this very studio, um, I've kind of lost it a little bit. I'm, I'm happy to get up on, on the roof now. But I don't like being up really high. To a certain extent, one of my mums, my stepmom, she's pretty good with it. Being on the roof is okay for her, yep. but like 
going really high and not having a way out. Yeah. Like, saying you're walking on a glass bridge, like those glass bridges, and, like, they got, like, face shattering. Yeah, that would No, yeah. no. Cheese. Not good with that. My mum, she can be on the roof. Same thing for her. She doesn't like me. Yeah. They've both been on planes. They're both fine with planes. Yeah. They both like to look out the window. But, um, yeah, still, and they both not a big fan. Me, I wouldn't care. Yeah, so being a little bit afraid of heights is normal. Yeah. But acrophobia is like a hyper-reaction. Overreacting to, like, like you can't get them up on the ladder. Or once they're up there, you can't get them down. Like, they would not move. That kind of thing. Oh, um, so... One of my friends turns out to have, um, height. But, so, um, and his roof is really close to his, um, trampoline. Yeah. So we're like, what if we jump off the roof? And he's like, yeah. And he comes on, not try- not telling me, trying to act cool. And then he, he just stands there and sticks. I'm like, what's wrong? And he's like, oh. He can't talk. And I'm like, oh, no. And I, and, I, and, he, and he would not move. So I had to pick him up on the roof, walk him into the window, inside the house. Wow. And shut the window for him to start coming back. Wow. He came down and I said, you should have told me that. Because I wouldn't have <laughs> said no. Yeah, maybe you should have mentioned that. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I ended up not dumping off the roof because I didn't want to make him feel bad. So, yeah. um, see, so yeah, and he was frozen there. And sometimes, sometimes, like, you have to pick them up. Sometimes they, like, turn around and walk themselves. Yeah. Um, I like, there's a video of this, like, old guy who, like, looks over this edge. Yep. Whose edge, like, is a big cliff that leads into like the ocean but you can't see it from where you're standing because it looks like perfect grass and right. stuff and it lines right up you think the ocean's kind of just right there but as soon as you look over the edge he's on his stomach and everything like like just peeks his head over and freaks out and like pushes away and like rolls away and like nope 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 <laughs> nope nope wow and then, and then um one of the things I find funny is when people put on a VR headset and they play like the plank game, which is basically you go up an elevator yeah. and you stand on the plank and you can jump off it. You jump off the um, plank yeah. and you fall and hit the ground. If you push them and they fall off the plank, or what you do, what a lot of people do is they put a plank on the ground so you stand on that plank so you actually feel like you're on the plank. Yeah. And, um, and then jump off and a lot of people start screaming and like actually fall off the plank and then they take the headset off and the headset falls off and they're like (gasps) (laughs) yeah crazy quite funny well our last one is aerophobia aerophobia fear of flying I can understand that one fear of getting on a plane so it's it's, I guess there's like a cocktail of fears that you know fear of closed spaces fear of heights um they may fear like a crash you're not in control like you know we're more likely to die in a car crash than a plane crash but the thing is when you're driving in a car you're one you're on the ground two the person driving usually someone you trust yeah um or yourself whereas in a plane I don't know the pilot I've never met probably never met the pilot could be a twin towers all over again. Yeah, it, it, or yeah, the idea of being hijacked or whatever. So yeah, it, like when I fly, of course it's in the back of my mind. You know, it's always in the back of your mind. You could crash, you could die, um, and I guess also it's the manner of death from a plane crash. Like one, you'd know you're gonna die. Yeah. 
you probably you know you're probably gonna die. Like if you got into a dive and the pilot's out of control, that would be a terrifying way to go. If you got a parachute, you're fine. <laughs> I, 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 I always, I'm going out. Smash the window. Dive out the window with your parachute. I, 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 always, I always said I never want to go to plane without a parachute. <laughs> and mum, mum, mum's like, that's so stupid. And I'm like, no, it's not. If if there if there's if the plane's diving, and I got a parachute, and you don't, and I jump out the door, and I parachute down, I'm gonna live, and you're gonna die. My mum kind of looked at me and was like, no, nah, that makes a lot of sense. Have you, ever had, have you ever heard of the fear of, um, like, gooses? Fear of, like, Fear ducks? of geese. Yeah. I haven't heard of it, but I can understand it, because geese are terrifying. No, they're not. Yes, they are. No, they're not. Scary. Last time one chased me, I whacked with a stick and left me alone. Here are ten of the most unusual phobias. Wide open spaces phobia. Ablutophobia. Fear... Of bathing. What's bathing? Like washing. Like up dishes? So, though, no, no, washing your body. Though uncommon in adults, many toddlers experience bathing fears for a few weeks or months as part of their development. In adults, ablutophobia may be related to early water related trauma and can cause social problems due to hygiene issues. So, some people are scared to wash themselves. So, you mean they have to use like water powder? Well, they have to. They just stink, I guess, because they don't... Unless someone makes them or they make themselves go have a bath or a shower. I think, like, what about, like, walking into, like, the Elk River or something, like, sitting down in the river? I, I guess it's probably, like, the water. Maybe they're scared of the water. I don't know. That's a weird one. What about this one? I so... I so... I can't say that. Isopetrovia. Isopetrophobia. Isopro. Isopetroph. I have a fear of this word. Isopetrophobia. Fear of mirrors. This one may stem from superstitious ideas about mirrors. So, being scared of mirrors. That's a bit weird. I've never I don't like mirror rooms. Chaetophobia. I've got, I've got a fear I've got a fear that if I go into a mirror room I never get out. Wow. Okay. Maybe that's it. Uh, yeah. This one's chatophobia, chatophobia, fear of hair. Oh. Uh, they I've... fear other people's hair and sometimes even animal hair. They may avoid people with thick curly locks or simply fear loose stray hair. Some may believe hair is dirty. And that contact with it might make them sick. Others develop this phobia after struggling with scalp issues or hair loss. So, I'm bald. I'm not, but... <laughs> I'm bald, so I'm scared of hair. That's a bit of a weird one. No, I don't... I, I've got a fear of losing my hair. Really? Yes. Mm. i got a fear of losing my hair because of trauma I, I got <clears throat> induced to um, when I was little, so... I don't like when my hair gets cut. I start freaking out if someone puts scissors in my hair. So if someone goes to cut my hair, I, that I start freaking out. Right. Um. You know how to say my my biological father's name? Hmm. Probably best you don't. Okay. Well, my biological father, which I hate completely. Let's hope he doesn't listen to this. 
he doesn't know. No, fair enough. Um, well, maybe he does. I don't know. Um, he shaved all my hair off as a punishment when I was growing it long. Right. Multiple times, and right. so. So because you of have a fear of your hair being losing cut my off hair. And losing your hair. So your hair is important to you because of yes, that. Yes, it's very important. So if mum says she's going to like just trim the ends because it's getting a bit naughty, I'm like, nope. You don't want your hair cut. No, yeah. and mum's like, you have to or it's going to become naughty and you can have to shave the entire thing off. And I'm like, <laughs> I, 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 I sit down in a chair one way or another and... But you feel well, you, intense anxiety. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have to sit down and as I'm hearing my hair get cut you don't like it it's really really hard for me mm, that's that's tough what about linonophobia fear of string I'm going to do the next one um, oh yeah good luck um, fear of string I don't understand that fear of string this may result in having been tied up against one's will oh okay, that so they may sense. have an extreme fear of yarn rope shoelaces or other materials for an industry okay hop hopper is equip etel ipovia phobia hippopotamonstros equipped aleophobia fear of long words yeah it made it long yes Hippopotamonstrosi quip aleophobia. Fear of long words. If, if, you're try, if you're trying to find out what your fear you is. Have, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. You have hippopotamonstrosi. <laughs> <laughs> no! No you, have, no, you need to listen. You have hippopotamonstrosi. <laughs> Like if they're trying to read, if they're trying to like read about the thing, and they say it, like, nope. I okay. guess it's a fear of like having to say long words and not being able to, embarrassing yourself trying to pronounce long words. Um, I embarrassed myself so bad. <laughs> oh, this is a good one. Umphalophobia, fear of belly buttons. Fear of belly buttons. Marceline has a look of. Disbelief on her face. That can't be true. That... Fear of belly buttons. People well, with this fear may avoid the beach, swimming or pools, or other places where exposure is likely. In severe cases, they may cover up their own belly buttons with tape or bandages. That's... I feel... Go get help. Yeah, if if some... you have that, get professional help. You are, you are mentally insane. <laughs> I'm, that's a bit rough, <laughs> Go get professional help if you have uh, no, omphalophobia, fear of belly buttons. I'm still sticking with what I said. You're mentally insane <laughs> if you have that. It's been a bad enough and they've all been Be not kind. that bad. Be kind. Go and get help. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's... <laughs> belly button! Ah! Uh, what about lacanophobia, fear of vegetables? Vegetable. The people with this phobia may endure extreme anxiety when seeing or even just thinking about vegetables. See, my little brother has something. Is lucky. It doesn't mean kids who push their broccoli around on their plate. You know, it means people who are just like intensely. I see a vegetable. I'm like, 
starts sweating and freaking out. My little brother is lucky because of trauma of our biological father. He would force him to eat vegetables when right. he didn't want to because he's very, very fussy. Force him to. So yep. he's lucky he didn't get this. Yeah, he is. But yes. still, something like vegetables, like broccoli and stuff, he just refuses to touch. Yeah. So we just don't give him to him. Like, he, he will eat three peas and that's it. And that's his vegetable. He likes cucumber, but without the skin. So. Okay. Peas. Well, that's an interesting one. But I, what, um, the next one we've already had. Trypophobia. Trypophobia. Few closely pack holes, like bubble wrap, honeycomb, seed pods. Um. Yeah, I can understand that one. What about globophobia? Fear of balloons. I also think someone's crazy if they. Uh, you know, someone might have heard loud popping balloons as a little kid. Oh yeah, it was something like they kept getting popped in their face. I guess. I guess so. Like, but I don't think that we know. Apparently, Oprah Winfrey suffers from this. Doesn't like being around balloons. She was a very famous talk show host. Uh, It really freaks her out because it reminds her of gunfire when they pop. Uh, I guess if you'd been through some traumatic experiences around guns... And a balloon's as close to it. Yeah, I guess you could have that fear. This one. Lomophobia. Fear of being without... A phone. Without a phone. Mm. Okay, so that is every teenage kid now. Yeah, because mo is for mobile, so no mo, no mobile, no mo phobia. So that's basically every teenager. Yeah, I think that's a bit of a joke. No. You know, someone is like always got to have their phone with him. Oh, you've got no mo phobia. No, I think I think that's not a joke because like I think it's a real one. Yeah, because like some someone who's always like connected to the internet like needs to be connected to yeah, the internet. Yeah, I suppose. Like whenever they don't have their phone or some like sort of technology that they Some people could just feel really anxious if they don't have that ability to use a phone at any time. It uh, for me that's kind of hard to relate to because I grew up when mobile phones weren't a thing. Which means they they, they didn't can't exist. Go to the so if you were out, you didn't have a phone. Which means Except. they could go to the movies. Yeah. Could because then because you have to turn your phone off. Well, you have to you have to put it on yeah. silent. Yeah. You don't have to turn it off. Like, tell you that we should probably. Show All right. It. Well, we should probably end with saying that what it says here. Fortunately, specific phobias are highly treatable. If you or someone you love suffers from extreme anxiety related to a specific phobia or other situation, get in contact with a mental professional. Yes, some of these are not. Some of these are totally fine. But some of them, I think, are crazy. Here is the weirdest number one weirdest phobia according to Google. Ach- Arachibutrophobia, fear, fear of, of peanut butter, butter sticking to the roof of your mouth. What are you scared of? I'm scared of peanut butter getting stuck to the roof of your mouth. Okay, don't <laughs> eat peanut butter then. I guess for Americans, you can't not eat peanut butter. It's like part of their. Rules of their no, existence is to have to eat like, peanut butter every day, isn't it? No, when it when it was um, when it was like um when it was like um fear of peanut butter sticking to the roof, I was like to the roof and then to the roof of your mouth of your like, mouth of your mouth. Scariest phobia: 
Phasmophobia, the fear of the supernatural or ghosts, can cause significant distress. So that's the scariest phobia. That makes sense. Uh, what is pit pitekianophobia? Uh, it doesn't say what it is. Think of all the price labels in supermarkets and stores that dress labels in the office. So it's fear of labels, I guess. Okay, that's crazy. Fear of labels. The w- the worst phobia is xenophobia. That's fear of people from other cultures or other races. Like, like race isn't a real thing. It's a social. It's a social construct. But but people who are of different cultures or different skin color or different. I guess even maybe even different uh, different what's the word I'm thinking of like different sexual orientation um, different genders that's xenophobia which is the most disgusting phobia and if you have that get rid of it yeah there's no excuse for xenophobia now if you have xenophobia then you that no 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 excuse for that you, you, you obviously got that some way or another. 21 rare irrational phobias you've likely never heard of. Let's see. Well, we already know about arachibutophobia, fear of peanut butter stick to the roof. Now, so we did know about that. Uh, nomophobia, we've heard of that one. Arithmophobia. Arithmophobia, fear of numbers. Okay, someone's crazy. Okay, uh, didn't know about that one. Plutophobia, fear of money. That's also crazy. Uh, xanthophobia, fear of the colour yellow. That's also crazy. Ablutophobia, fear of bathing. We've heard of that one. Uh, not too bad. Octophobia, fear of the number eight. They're also crazy. Number eight. <gasps> number eight. <laughs> uh, op- optophobia, fear of opening one's eyes. I'm not ever going to open my eyes. I'm scared to open my eyes. That's pretty crazy. They're also crazy. Globophobia, fear, fear of balloons. Heard of that one. Eye. Hippopotamonstrosequiptophobia, fear of long words. We heard that one. Uh, Aphibophobia, fear of adolescence. What's adolescence? Adolescence of youth, like young people between oh. your age and um, 20, I guess. We've already heard of the next yeah, one. Fear, I haven't heard of that one. Fear of belly Omphalophobia, fear of belly buttons. We heard that one. On the person here would be triggered because of the picture of a belly button. Linophobia, fear of string. We heard that one. Pogonophobia, fear of beards. I have a beard, so... They're crazy. You'd be scared of me if you had that one. My beard's not much of a beard, but it's still a beard. Uh, We hadn't heard that one. Chatophobia, fear Fear of of hair. hair. Yeah, we heard that one. Vestilophobia. Vestophobia, fear of clothing. So, so, oh me, so, me, then we go to the cities where so they these people clothes. would become nudists, I guess. Uh, ergophobia, fear of work. Yeah, I have that one. Just kidding. Uh, decidophobia, fear of making decisions. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. My, my son, one of my sons has got kind of got that. Uh, finds mirrors. it hard to make decisions. Isopatrovia, fear of mirrors. We heard of that one. Deepophobia, fear of dining with others. Okay, they're also crazy. I had a bit of that when I was probably about your age. I didn't like eating in front of other people. 
I don't know why. I kind of felt like people thought I would look silly when I'm putting food in my mouth, oh, which God. is a bit stupid. No, no, I used to have, chi- I used to have chicken wings, right? And yeah. um, and I used to get all of it all over my face, ah. and people were crazy. And and so so I, I'd be sitting at the table with like all these nice people like eating really nice, and I'd have like a plate of chicken wings, and, like, <laughs> and I'd get it all over my face, all over my hands, and I'd somehow get it on my feet always. Yeah, I was um, a bit funny back then. Like no, I always I always would get it on my feet somehow, one way or another. I'd get it on at least one foot. And people looked at me so weird now, I was like, oh. Wow. I, I had a bit of a complex about it for a little while. It was for a short time, but I remember moving to Queensland and my class in Victoria, as I was leaving through, going away party for me, and I wouldn't eat anything. I wouldn't eat anything. Mm-hmm. And it was because I was, I had an anxiety about people watching me eat. I don't know. It was weird. I got over it, though. Uh, the last one, phobophobia, fear of phobias. So, like scared of getting a phobia, I guess. Often avoid social situations, other situations that can lead to anxiety. Maybe that's just anxiety. And so, so what? So, if they hear that they've got a fear of phobias, are they going to freak out because they've got a phobia? I've got a phobia of phobias. I'm scared of getting a phobia, so I don't go out. And so now I have a phobia. That's a bit, that's a bit interesting. Of phobias. Interesting. Alright, well, I guess that's it. Yeah. Are we done? Yep. So. We hope you enjoyed our podcast on phobias and all things phobias. If you have an idea for a podcast, drop us a line at watchoutlittlered at gmail.com or go to my Facebook page, Peter Peter Can, uh, and make a comment about the really, really boring podcast that no one should ever listen to. Did you say podcast? Podcast. The podcast. I thought it came out podcast. Pod. Of course I mean podcast. Oh, my chair's locked up. I can't... What's going on? That's better. I like being able to swing back in my chair. Is it in tune? My dog has fleas. That's how you tune a ukulele. Try and back. Nah, you... You're evil. Alright, let's go. Ready? We hope you've enjoyed it. Yeah. And we'll see you next week. Yeah. And goodbye. This was the really, really boring podcast that no one should ever listen to. I'm Peter Peter Can. This is Marceline. And we will see you again. Next time. Maybe.